Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Anyway, Dogs Trust Ireland, by the way, has said that it has taken in 54 puppies in the space of three weeks, including eight uh, 10-day-old puppies who need round-the-clock care. And I'm looking at the pictures of the puppies. Oh, Anyway, the charity has received over 2,100 surrender requests since January compared to the 1,638 requests for the same period last year. What's going on with you people? An increase of 33%. And the number of puppies came in without mothers, including those being hand-reared. In other words, they'll have to do a little bottle, I imagine. Now, Dogs Trust are appealing for help due to a recent influx of pups in October. And to talk to me a little bit more about it is Karina Fitzsimons, PR and Communications Manager with Dogs Trust Ireland. Good afternoon to you, Karina. Good afternoon, Noel. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm looking at the little video of these little puppies. I want to take them all. Can I take them all home? If you bring them for 54. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, why? I mean, this message has been going out since I've been in radio. You know, a a puppy is for life, not just for Christmas or whatever the the wording happens to be at the time or the promotion. But people still seem to do it. Why? I really wish I had the answer to that question because I feel that we were really starting to turn a corner with certain aspects of dog welfare over the last few years. And in the last few weeks, it really feels like we've stepped back 10 years in time. It's not just ourselves. We're we're seeing other animal rescues all over social media saying, I know one one other rescue in Galway took in 21 pups last week. It's just, I don't even know where they're coming from. Some, it appears, have been bred to be sold. And they're not selling because the demand isn't there anymore. And others have come from accidental litters and some have come in from stray dogs who who were rescued by the local dog pound and then they came to us for care. Um, What what I mean, what's what's the catalyst? I mean, we know Christmas is a catalyst for these kind of situations. But are there other catalysts throughout the years? The summer holidays, is that a catalyst as well? It's... The last few years, as you know yourself, have just been really unusual and it seems like now it's just a combination of the time of year we're approaching Christmas, also the fact that a lot of people were doing hybrid working and working from home and it seems that a lot of people who thought they may continue to work from home or be at home more often have had to return to the office. We are getting told by members of the public the reason they're asking to surrender their dogs is the dogs are shown unwanted behaviour issues. And most of that stems from dogs being bored or stressed. So if a dog has had someone at home, you know, since they were a pup and that's all they've known for the last few years and then you go back to work full time, they're going to make their own entertainment. And unfortunately, that could be your remote control or the sofa or they might start howling and barking and then your neighbour complains. So what we say to people is if dogs start to show any of these signs or any behaviour that you, you don't want them to show, is to contact a reputable trainer and nip it in the bud as soon as it starts rather than you know waiting for it to become an issue and um, we do have online dog skill training classes so you know we'll try and help where at all possible to keep dogs in the homes that they're in because it's just we're overwhelmed we've no space and that's the way we're appealing for fosters because we want to be able to help as many dogs as possible and with all these pups coming in, that's going to prevent us from being able to do that. I mean, so it's like the, a catch does, 22. I know. And, and the problem is as well is that sometimes people don't want average dogs. I, I yeah. know this sounds awful. There's kind of like trends and fashions. Yeah. You know, the, the kind of Labradoodles and the Cockapoodles and all these different... The years, made up dogs. Yeah, yeah, years ago we used to call them mongrels, by the way. Now they have a fancy yeah. name, which yeah. is like a marketing tool to sell it's them. absolutely a marketing ploy by puppy farmers because... 
reputable breeders will breed a dog for the love of that breed, like a Labrador, for example, whereas people who breed made up breeds and charge thousands of euro are only doing it for money. They don't care about the dog. No, and they're trying to set a trend for you to want to buy these dogs and pay ridiculous prices for a crossbreed. Years ago, crossbreeds exactly. were free. You know, you yeah. pick them up in a rescue centre. Nowadays, yeah. you're paying, I don't know, two and three grand for a crossbreed. Uh, yeah, with, with a silly name. With, with, a, with a silly name, and that's exactly what it is. So in, in relation to the dogs that you have, can mm-hmm. I walk in off the street, Karina, and say, oh, I'll take him, I'll take, just give me him, I'll take him, I'll bring him home. Uh, what's the criteria for, for, for taking it? Because, of course, you would rather people adopt and don't shop essentially we would we would love if people could adopt we do we do understand that there may that there are situations where people want to buy a particular breed for whatever reason and the sad thing is it's, it's very hard to do that responsibly but we don't want to tear all breeders with the same brush because there are reputable breeders out there but if you're coming in to adopt or foster a dog from us you can come in and visit our centre between 1 and 3, um, Friday to Monday. We adopt dogs all around the country if you live, live outside Dublin. And you can also apply online. You fill out a rehoming questionnaire online. Now, it does ask a lot of questions. And sometimes people think we're being really nosy. But we just want to match the dog with you. Because sometimes you come in, you see a dog that looks a certain way, and you think, I want that one. But it's it's actually more about the dog's personality and what your lifestyle is like, and if you match each other. It's like yeah, like if you have process. children, etc., you want a dog exactly. that's going to be child friendly, etc., etc. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So people can fill out the form online. Now I will say, thankfully, we have got a lot of media coverage today. So if you do contact us today, please bear with us because we are a charity and we only have limited staff and resources. So we will do our very best to get back to everyone as soon as we can. Yeah, I think the Facebook post probably went well because of all these cute little puppies. I think that's yeah. probably went in it as well. And see, this is the problem. You know, know. when 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 Mammy and Daddy, you know, want to, and Mary, little Mary or Johnny wants a, a dog and they're only six years of age or five years of age, it's cute, it's cuddly, it's small, it's a puppy. And everybody yeah. loves puppies. But it's not a yeah. puppy for long. It then becomes a dog that has needs. It needs to be walked, it needs to be fed, it needs to be cleaned, it needs to be looked after. It's going to sleep yeah. in someone's bed. And yeah. that's what, and then they can't go away on holidays without finding someone to mind it. So then it becomes a problem. Is is that really what happens? It is, and it, it's like anything in life. You can try and explain these things to people, but a lot of people think that they will know what something is going to be like and take on the the a dog without actually genuinely sitting down and thinking about it. And it's everything's great in hindsight. But so what we're trying to do is get people to think about this before they buy a dog. I know sometimes people can think, oh, there's a charity going on and on. And, you know, that's, they're going over the top. But we're really not. It's, it's like adding a new member to your family. They, they have all the same requirements. Oh, they're sentient the beings. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're so clever as well. And we've spent thousands of years breeding dogs to, to be able to live in our homes, to be gentle with us, to, you know, to, to, to adore us, to, to want our interactions. So when they don't get that, we've made, we've designed them to, to want those things from us. So mm-hmm. they're, hundred percent reliant on us. We, they have no control over their lives. We control everything that they do, what they eat, where they go. So you can see how problems arise when you don't give them the attention that they need. Would it be a good idea if parents are a bit unsure of how the children are going to react around a dog and if they're going to actually look after it properly? Would it be a good idea to foster a dog for a short period of time and see how would, you get yeah, on? That would be fantastic because I think sometimes really decent people think, Oh God, what if we got a dog and it didn't it didn't work out and, and they feel the the pressure. And, and other people can rush into it. So if, if you're anyway unsure, it, foster a dog, please. It doesn't matter whether it's from ourselves. If any rescue organisation would be delighted. 
Um, we're, we're especially stuck for space at the moment, so we would love people to foster. It's a brilliant experience, and it's great for the dog because if you are not going to keep that dog or puppy, you will tell us information that we would not have known if that dog had stayed with us in our centre because they're in a home environment, they're interacting, you know, with people and different things. So if you can't keep that dog, it then gives us um, information to find an even better home for them. So you're, you know, you're really, really helping us and the dog by fostering. Yeah, and you can give them information like it's a little bit snappy with the kids or something like that or whatever, you know, and and you can look after that aspect of it then and the next owner hopefully won't have, have kids or something. Anyways. Yeah, it could, yeah, it could be like, the do- like, you know, the dog doesn't like cats or so then we yeah. know, okay, well, that dog can't go to a home with cats, yeah. Okay, so obviously at the moment it's difficult for you. I know you're up to your eyes, and but fostering is a good idea. And if people, by the way, don't want to have a dog, but they just want to help, and I know a lot of people who are not really interested in taking a dog, but they want to help because they love dogs, mm-hmm. how can they do that? Can they donate as well? Absolutely. If you go onto our website, it's dogstrust.ie, and you will see straight away when you go on there, There's um, you can donate really easily via the website. All right, well, listen, it's been lovely talking to you, as usual, and I'm sure we'll probably, we'll, sadly, sadly for the wrong reasons, we'll be talking again either before Christmas or after Christmas, Karina. Uh, lovely to talk to you again. Karina Fitzsimons, so PR and Communications Manager with Dogs Trust. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.